3: Sports Radio.
0: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Friday morning. We appreciate you doing so, and we will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on a football Friday. Action-packed first hour. Everything from uh, a lack of punishment to an alien abduction in the NFL to a mustard conversation, all of that and more over the next couple hours here. I feel like we really ran the gamut there. Super fire. Um, all right, so let's get into a major payday. Uh, the Big Ten got paid. The conference yesterday announced is a seven-year deal with Fox, CBS, and NBC – totaling more than eight billion dollars that according to the athletic and
2: espn oh well espn was the first outlet i saw that broke the news Well, yeah you got to
0: get something out of it I I mean,
2: thought that was kind of funny
0: uh, espn had the big 10 for 40 years and so that ends that after starting in 2024 so man oh man
3: i, I actually think bruce feldman first broke it and then they they kind of ran with it. but Did he delete his
0: tweet, by the way? I saw you responded to his tweet. I went to look at it last night. And it was gone.
3: It, I, it may have been too soon before it was formally announced. or yeah. I mean, you know how some of that stuff can yeah. go. So yeah. um, there there could have been some of that that was involved. But uh, this is huge. It's huge for the Big Ten. It's huge for college football. Um, and, and here's why. If you look at what essentially has happened, you've got the three major broadcast networks in Fox, CBS, and NBC – who've now allowed the Big Ten to play on major broadcast networks throughout the day, which is hasn't been done before. It's it's only really replicated in the NFL. So that's what they've done. They've, they've partnered together to take the same model where you have a 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and primetime game on Sundays, and you've done it on Saturdays, which only heightens and elevates the Big Ten conference. And it's one of the reasons why you know you look at how much each one of these schools is going to make And with the brands that they've accumulated now, adding USC and UCLA, and it's going to be the most watched conference. It already has been the most watched conference. Uh, People can dispute that, but the numbers are the numbers. The Big Ten has now been more watched than the SEC, at least when it comes in regards to the regular season. So that's why these rights are so important, so valuable. But it it will, I mean, again, and everyone's got an opinion on that. <clears throat> what what's, you can't dispute right now is where the Big Ten is, at least from a viewership standpoint. And so adding in a huge market like L.A. Uh, already to markets like Chicago, markets like the East Coast, being able to draw all the way down to the D.C. area with Maryland and up, you know, up a little further north with Rutgers, tapping into New Jersey and New York, you know, they have the best geographical landscape to now provide a national brand as a conference, but also for these teams. And so I think they now have the most to offer student athletes. If you're talking about recruits and exposure and everything with NIL, along with even those schools and the money they can generate going from a regional brand to a national brand. So th- this is huge. And, and I know there's some people who feel like it's, it's uncomfortable, but the reality is, you know, college football has been moving this way for quite some time. It's just now we're, we're being a part and we're witnessing all of the changes. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, it is what it is, right? The follow the money, they always say. So follow the money. They did this deal with the Big Ten. Obviously, it came not too long after the, the delivery of the two two teams from L.A. So there was clearly a plan being executed. I think there's still more more to come. You know, there's there's more of a plan that's being executed. If I'm the Big Ten, I keep my foot on the gas. I keep my foot on. I'm, I'm gonna press that bad boy down, and and let's see where this, let's see where this goes, and 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 you can turn this into an even more uh, profitable uh, business venture if you if you do it and you play it out the right way. So to me, I mean, it's to be expected in terms of what the Big Ten is trying to do to to grow. Revenue, grow relevance, grow, you know, that's grow it all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, grow, grow it all. Grow the Big Ten brand. You're,
0: so you're going to have Big Ten games, uh, to your point, Brady, all day long. So noon Eastern time, all the way through like 11 o'clock at night, the Big Ten is going to be featured and featured prominently on three major networks. And look, I thought CBS is, you know, throwing up the, the Big Ten montage with the CBS, the classic CBS music yesterday was awesome that you always just associate the SEC with. Now, the SEC is going to have a partial schedule. Well, that's not schedule. necessarily true. Well, what do you mean? When that's you think of the SEC, true. you think about CBS. Like Yeah, but,
2: but there's been a lot of pretty cool games that, like, Burn that song in your head that weren't sec
0: well okay but but point being so the sec is going to have a limited schedule uh next year and then they're gone starting 2024
3: on on cbs yeah
0: yeah i I would just say this and i'm not trying to kiss anybody's ass on the show and you can think i'm crazy for doing this but i swear to god i believe this is true i think the reason why the big 10 has gone to another level is because of fox and because of big noon kickoff and because of the presentation i've said it before hey whatever anybody wants to talk about it i i've said it before But when, (laughs) unbelievable, I've said it before that the presentation of that conference and how that was showcased on television and it played out so well last year, I think took that conference and put it at another level that I think is in total competition with the SEC.
3: I mean, it was like, look, we've commentary, man. No, 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 no. we've we've witnessed firsthand going school to school uh, in large part in, in big noon kickoff that this was untapped. Like there was something there that was untapped and to your point, Fox was able to find it and tap into that. Whereas ESPN, they put blinders on. You know, and I think they just solely looked at the dominance of the SEC with how Alabama's been with this run. Um, and, and they kinda said, All right, well that's where we want to park all, all you know, all of our money and that's what we want to expose. And and even though college game day will go around campus to campus and other venues there's still this thought that it, when it always comes back to the games, ESPN's had an SEC bias, and they you know started a network there, and and so you see how that all that's played out. I think the rest of the college football world has felt a little bit shunned, and you know you were able to tap into what is you know a, a cultural thing in the in the Midwest and the Big Ten country, where people you know, they love football, they're going to show out for it, they're going to be there for it. And you're seeing it now with the ratings, and you're seeing it now with the revenue and money, and I think Fox was able to bring along CBS and NBC Sports to figure how this is all going to work out because you know Fox didn't need to give up Big Ten championship games. In this new seven-year deal, Fox will only have four of those. CBS gets two, NBC gets one. And so that leads me to then say this. When LeVar says, well, the Big Ten's not done, they're not, but I also think the networks aren't either. And I think this is where this is going. If you're Fox and you have a control of the Big Ten championship game, which has been, you know, at least for us, you know, working there as part of the big noon kickoff and everything else, you know, you're looking at it saying, like, why would you give up then the ability to showcase this conference in it's, its peak moment, right? To solidify who is the champion of this conference that you're championing. And you'd say, it's because there's going to be expansion. Yeah. There's going to be college football playoff expansion. It's coming. And this, to me, is a sign that it's coming because you wouldn't give up the rights to that game unless you had the potential chance to be a part of an expanded playoff. So I think that day is also rapidly approaching, and I think you're going to see an 8, 12, maybe 16 team. Who knows how many will be? 12 is probably most likely, but I think you're going to see that playoff format come to fruition, and it's not going to be held by just ESPN. You know you're going to see other networks be a part of it in the presentation of college football as the college football playoff grows.
2: You know one thing that, and you mentioned untapped in terms of you know Fox found it. If you just look around, like on a Saturday, just just call up or or look online and look at the local sports bars and in major markets. I, I did it here. And, and when I moved to California, because I love going to watch um, games and, and, and sports sports um, settings, sports bar settings. If, if you go around the country, Atlanta, you know, New York, Pennsylvania, where, Texas, wherever it is you go, you can always find a very, very, very large population of big. Ten Big Ten uh, alumni chapters doing doing events at these sports bars all over the country pr-
0: last year lavar to your point i walked into some place on a saturday uh, around the corner from uh, I, I was going to see my mom and i it walked into some place again walked in had no idea had been to this place a hundred times before full-blown ohio state sports ohio
2: bar. state i uh, was about to say the hell's and penn, happening state, here? and penn state is right there with all of them <laughs> it's,
0: it's crazy man like I, and,
2: I, it, like it's it is it is mind-blowing because i for me like and i knew this existed um, while I was playing in the league, because, you know, obviously you travel on on Saturdays and and I could always go hang out with let uh, with alumni. And it was like a real thing. And then as I got older, it was like, man, like anywhere in the state, like or anywhere in the country, the states, I should say. And, and I'll tell you what's even crazier. I was in Jamaica.
0: I was in Bermuda and it's the same thing. What was the, what was the team there? What sports bar? Oh, bro! please tell me it was like Rutgers or Indiana. I was at the half moon. The
2: one I was at the half moon <laughs> and, and on, on everything. They had it set up. <laughs> they had it set up and it was big 10 football. That was there. Like people were there congregating to watch big 10 football and, and don't get me started on bowl games. You look at the the, the teams that travel, like there are some teams that really travel outside of the Big Ten, but when they say, we took your trap, like we take over your trap, Big Ten schools, like, like the upper echelon schools, they travel. They travel. They're going to come take over your your space. They, They travel big time. So I don't know. Maybe that's Big Ten pride. But it's also if you're looking at it from a business opportunity, you have clientele all over the country and even in some cases
0: in the world. Every game that I watched, as far as like the big games last year, that just off the top of my head, whether it's Penn State, Iowa that you guys were at, whether which it was, was amazing. Wisconsin's opener and you had the jump around to start the fourth which quarter, amazing. which was just a crazy scene, Ohio State, Michigan, every single game that was presented last year by Fox, I looked at it and said, damn, I wish I was there. Like, just the whole, the aura, the event, everything that came along with it. Hey, man, nah, ca- nah, call what that, it is. It, nah, I, nah. Listen, I, I love it, the SEC. I, I I did radio in SEC country. I've been to SEC games. I, I love the SEC, but I'm telling you, the Big Ten, Big Ten has made a different. major impact over the past couple of years in, in the sport and how the, how it's been presented, and I think a lot of that has to do with Fox. I think really about do. The,
3: the raw numbers, by the way. So you're getting, let's just say, <clears throat> round figures, a billion a year. Fourteen schools are getting a billion a year. What's the NFL generated? Is it four billion? Four billion. I think four billion? That's yeah. 32 teams in major markets, though. And, and, and actually, I think the Big Ten schools getting roughly somewhere around like 1.2 billion. That's not bad. Like when you really break it down and think about it, you've got less than half the teams of the NFL – and they're getting, yeah, a quarter of it, but like this is still just getting started. Like, there's a chance the next round of rights is going to be even more expensive. So, it, it's a pretty fascinating watch to see how networks have now kind of transitioned from like looking at the NFL, where I think when we look at the NFL, we say, all right, where's the next revenue source coming from? Because these TV rights can't go much higher. Given the fact that you've tapped out your market for the most part in broadcast and cable, you've got cord cutting and people are streaming more. So when you're really looking at it, you're like, all right, gambling revenues coming in. OK, but college football hasn't even truly tapped into just that, like the actual broadcast cable and streaming rights like that's still continuing to escalate, at least within the Big Ten and the SEC. So it's it's pretty fascinating to see like the business side of all this as college football continues to grow. And I think networks look and they say, this is an untapped sport. If if the NFL's number one, college football's number two and, and it's not done peaking as far as what it's worth and the rights to that are worth
0: so andrew Brandt tweeted this out yesterday uh the list of national media revenue uh per the reports of the deals all right so there's one that sticks out here so the nfl is number one obviously at 10 billion per year uh english premier league soccer 4.2 billion a year nba 2.6 billion major league baseball just under 2 billion and then the Big Ten, just the conference is the next. Conference. Is next yeah. at over one billion a year, which is almost double what the NHL is doing, and also what the SEC currently is doing. Although you would expect the SEC to get something done. That's just a conference in competition with entire professional leagues. That's right. how massive the deal. Smaller,
3: is. smaller markets too, for the most part. I mean, obviously USC and UCLA is a bigger market there, but. Um, you know, when you're looking at it from that standpoint, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. That's why, like, the theory behind the super conferences, there's, there's validity to that. You know, if you took the biggest brands and you say, all right, all those brands are going to accumulate in, in two conferences and they're going to look like the AFC and NFC, you could see that because that, that's the best way of being able to, to continue to, to raise the bar as far as what these, these rights are worth the problem is, is if if you're adding in teams that aren't bringing in value, like you get a lot of presidents and chancellors who go, "All right, well, we want to bring in this higher academic institution to be a part of our conference," <laughs> and you've got TV networks are going, "Okay, cool, they don't rate though, so like we don't, want, we're not going to pay you guys more for bringing this team in." Like, sure, uh, have all the students come on board, but like we're here, we're trying to run a business here. You're trying to run a school. It's a little, it's it, it's it's kind of conflicting views on all this. So. Just like There's the idea that these conferences are going to continue to expand. It's only if it makes sense for the networks, right? Because if you're one of those schools, why would you want more teams to join in yeah. to take away from that piece of the pie? And so that's, that's kind of the idea behind like, oh, they're going to add on. It's like, I don't know about that. You know, We've talked about this in regards to ESPN and the whole SEC, ACC, and ACC teams wanting to join the SEC. It's like, well, hold on. We have your rights through 2035. Why do I want to pay you more for what I already have? Like, I don't want that to happen. And so it's it's still the TV partners behind the conferences huh. that are helping shape where this goes. How many coaches are going to try to get to Big Ten school? Oh
2: yeah. How many head coaches? I know Chip Kelly's like, oh man, my winning ain't done down here in LSU, <laughs> but but gosh darn, I might need to have take my time parts on back up to that Big Ten. Can yeah. I just Can call him Chip Kelly? Uh, yeah, I meant Brian.
3: Well, no, maybe that's his southern alter ego. Yeah, maybe oh, it's man. the oh. Chip Kelly of the South. Yeah, maybe. He's oh. Well, my clean, bad chip. We'll clean that up chip is going to the
2: big 10 yeah <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs> yes. So he's,
0: he's chip is going. Yeah, by the way does this make mel tucker underpaid now considering mm-hmm. what they just brought in as a conference is you looking around going, oh I'm
2: man I'm Jonas, million. let me tell you he, he is so underpaid now but i ain't me and my family we ain't done getting paid yet. we're we re- gonna just, go yeah i agree we're gonna Furno. go on <laughs> we re- don't go on to the big 10
0: Thanks, Bert. Great I appreciate food. it,
2: man.
0: Uh, yeah. Way to call him out on that. <laughs> <laughs> Two pros in a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Why
2: did he come into the spot talking like that, though, man? That's all I... will never... Hey, that one will never get old to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where he's
0: dancing me with... Me and my family. The best part is he's dancing with that recruit, and then the recruit ends up going to Alabama. Like, like, what a waste of time. You grind up on some kid, like you're in the middle of a phone booth, and then afterwards, oh the gosh. kid ends up going to Alabama anyways. That is
3: funny. That's kind a of your old move, though, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. A little, little grind, little bumping. And grind man, and then they go, so, go somewhere
2: else with somebody <laughs> Pretend else.
0: like you're in an elevator press the button to go up and down yeah that's the move man i know, I know what i'm doing those
3: oh, Hips don't God. lie those hips i was just gonna say man yeah don't lie no. what what song is it that comes on when you start dancing on our show right now i'm trying uh, to think which one
0: which one? oh uh okay i don't know what is it um, well,
3: roberto plays one of them like almost I can't remember. Well, what I mean,
0: is. you throw some Celia Cruz on, and uh, there's going to be stuff moving in the studio here. I'm telling you that right now. A no, it was it Cruz.
3: Suavemente is what really gets Oh, yeah,
0: me. Suavemente. I Dios mean, Liz, Yeah. Dios El- Elvis mio. Crispo. I mean, you throw that on. Hey, look, yeah. you throw on some Vicente Fernandez, I'll make it work. You yeah. I mean? Stop <laughs> talking about, Birdo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my All God. Right. Yeah. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Uh, we are brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how at Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. And we talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Coming up next, uh, we have got some bad news for a quote unquote starting quarterback in the NFL. It was only a matter of time. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. So what's your favorite live event? Is it a rockin' concert, an action-packed game, or an evening of hilarious stand-up comedy? Whatever it is, enter for a chance to win tickets in the 5-Hour Energy Live Sweepstakes. 5-Hour Energy is giving away $100 StubHub gift cards that you can use for live music, sports, or entertainment. Just buy any 5-Hour Energy product, take a picture of your receipt, and upload it at 5helive.com. Try the 5-Hour Energy Extra Strength Watermelon Flavor. The taste is unbelievable. With zero shot sugar and a convenient portable size it's the perfect pick me up for getting stuff done go to five hour energy's website to find over 15 flavors to choose from on the site you even have the option to build your own 12 pack or 24 pack you choose the flavors and it's delivered right to the door but if you are out and about you can always pick up a five hour energy shot at your local grocery or convenience store they are everywhere see website for official rules no purchase necessary to enter or win be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Mike check. Mike check.
0: Do you
2: want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? what's good this is national champion and former pro baller chris johnson and let me tell you a little bit about my new series kj live kj live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real and when i say real i mean that real i got legendary hall of famers elite coaches and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Yep, he's air drumming. Yeah, air drums. I knew it. Sorry. Yeah, I
0: knew it was air It's all right. I mean,
2: it's, we get it. Football
3: we Friday, it. man. Yeah.
0: Well, come on. I mean, Brady was playing the bass. Guitar Slapping was, the bass. Guitar was uh, Lavar. Lavar guitar. And then I was playing uh, the drums. You know, we just needed a singer. It's all right. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up in a little over 15 minutes from now, we will have another edition of Over-Unders as we take you into a busy weekend in the world of sports and beyond. Uh, We also will get a recap of how we did last night on that epic Thursday night performance by the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Hey, they might just be bad this year, Seattle. Is that a like a real possibility? Because yes. uh, Geno Smith didn't look all that hot. Uh, Drew Locke was out with COVID, and uh, yeah. I don't know, man.
3: <laughs> I don't know, man.
0: They didn't. Uh, they didn't it's look the pre-season, all that good. Season though. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Could look horrible in the preseason. Charles Cross had a number of false starts. It, it was. It was. It was sloppy all the way around. I mean, bottom line, it was not the type of performance you'd be looking for at home. Yeah, it's a short week, though. You know. It is. Yeah, it was a short week yeah. in preseason. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. That's how we do it. Uh, all right, so um, so the uh, look. This was a matter of time. All right, we talked about it last. We talked about it earlier this week. Um, all of a sudden, Kenny Pickett is climbing the depth charts in Pittsburgh. He's now the second stringer as they get ready for a preseason game against the Jacksonville Jaguars this weekend. Uh, So now all of a sudden, Kenny P is starting to make a move there on the starting quarterback that's perceived to be Mitch Trubisky, and so we've got Pittsburgh-Jacksonville coming up uh, tomorrow night, and Kenny Pickett is going to get some real reps against better defenses, or against better players on defense, as opposed to last week, and so it feels like we got the uh, momentum building for old Kenny P there.
3: Big well, time. Shoot. Uh, yeah, all you gotta do is play against the ones in practice, and you're pretty much getting, you're getting that, right? I mean, that's about as good of a defense as you're gonna find, so he should be prepared for whatever any team's gonna throw at him, but... You know, when you're in this situation, um, I remember going into preseason games, and, you know, usually at that point, like, you're not thinking about the offense so much, unless it's a newer offense for you. Some of it can be a little bit like, all right, just making sure I remember the the verbiage as opposed to what it was last year with a different team or whatever. But usually you're just looking for a guy. Like, you're just like, all right, who's my guy? Like, who's my guy who's going to get me some yards, give me some tutties, all that? There's usually a couple hot hands in camp. Um, like, I'll never forget in Seattle in 2013, we had a guy named Stephen Williams. Big, tall, deep, threat wide receiver. I swear to God, I don't know how many catches he had in the preseason, but, like, if he had ten catches, like, five were for touchdowns. Like, it was just all eight. When Steven's in the game, you're just going to throw it up to him. You got one-on-one coverage, you're throwing it up to him. Like, a- like, every time. We did that in camp. We did that. But, like, guys outside of the starters, you're just looking for a guy. So, I don't know <laughs> – where who George Pickens is running with yet. But if I pick it, like, I don't care what, where we're going. Like, it's it's not about plays. It's about players and playmakers. Like, you go find that dude, and you find a way of getting George Pickens the football uh, or whoever else it is on the roster that's a younger player that you feel like is going to give you a little extra burn time to get you what you need to get that starting job. Like, that, that's how this whole thing is going to play itself out.
2: I, I still think that it's going to be, a developmental scenario that plays out with Pickett. Oof. Oof. And, and I Oof. think that they're willing to go through the growing pains of allowing him
3: that time. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. You think if they lose to Cleveland, which presumably is going to be Jacoby Brissett. I still that think they stick. And Trubisky plays bad. You don't think there's any chance that they're – so at no point in the season you think they go to Pickett.
2: Um, I think it's a long shot. I think it's slim. I think wow. it's slim. What if Mike my- – I think he'll play. I think he will play. I think he will play. But I don't think No, no, no. I'm they- not saying garbage time. Yeah. Like, that's and easy to say, know- like, will he play in garbage? I'm saying, no, will he start a I'm game not this season? a starter, I don't I, – I think it's slim. Wow. I, and I'm not even saying he gets in wow. in garbage time. I'm saying he may – they may put some packages in for him to – um, to get some reps during during meaningful parts of the game, I don't why, I don't, don't see him do being that? a he's starter.
3: Not, he's I not mean, like any different than Trubisky in that respect, like athletically. Yeah, but they they might they they just they might to get him
2: the the reps. Like and I and I'm not even looking at it as a dual quarterback situation in terms of it, like being a true dual quarterback situation. I think they just might get him worked into to the scheme. At times. I don't why why don't you just start him then? I don't because I don't think that they're I don't I just think that they want to develop him. That's what I would assume. That this is this is a major project for for the Pittsburgh Steelers to develop Pickett and and to be the next guy. That's a big deal in in Pittsburgh to to have the the opportunity to be that that type of a quarterback. I mean, there's only been like three, you know, two or three. So, uh, like I, I think
3: quick. I think Pickett starts starts games this season. I do too. Yeah. Um, it's going to happen. It's going to eventually slim. start.
2: It, it, yeah. Eventually, it sounds. Yeah, I mean, not a it, package either. He's not getting feasible. a package. In. He's
3: he's starting. He's playing games. He's starting. There's there, he's who the, he was the most one of the most NFL ready quarterbacks, you know, and, and for a bunch of different reasons, you know, coming into the, this year. But I think he it's starts feasible. and plays this year. I think it's feasible, but I still think it's slim.
0: But, I mean, we we talked about the bye week is week nine. Um, they come back. They've got a couple of home games after that. I all, Look, I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility if they get off to a really slow start and Mike Tomlin feels like, look, I need something here. I'm not getting it from the quarterback. And this is a, a, a division that we feel like we've got an opportunity with Cleveland with the backup quarterback now for 11 games. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that if the Steelers open up at Cincinnati against the Patriots and at the Browns, if they're sitting at one and two or worse and they've got a home game against the Jets the next week, I mean, what are you waiting for? Like if it's that close to where Pickett is now climbing up the depth chart after one game, if it's that close and he plays well again this week, why wouldn't you just go to him sooner rather than later? I mean, what what are you waiting for? I mean, do, what, Trubisky's deal is what a one year deal it was a two year deal, but they can get out after the one year, right? I, I think yeah. if, if memory yeah. serves and, me and, correct. And I
3: think the other thought is is like if they're all even, why wouldn't you go with the younger guy? Yeah, get him the reps now, get him going. There's there's no there's no need to say okay, you know, we invested a first round draft pick and, and more capital, you know, with the guarantees within that contract than we have in Trubisky. So even from a financial standpoint, you know they've invested more in Pickett, and so it's like get him out there, get him playing, so you can figure out if he's the type of guy three years from now. You know if you're going to be signed to an extension. You know I just I think if he's even he's leaving right. You always hear that as a football term. That's that's probably the case here too. If if Kenny Pickett's even with the other quarterbacks in that room you'd have to think he's leaving them and going to become the starter. He's not kind of hanging around at their level. You remember when, I would disagree with that.
0: Remember when Philadelphia drafted Carson Wentz and Sam Bradford got God. a red ass because he he signed a new deal and he's like, yeah. yeah, and then they go draft this quarterback. And then all of a sudden, Minnesota got the injury to Teddy Bridgewater in camp and Philly was like, what are we waiting for? Like, let's just – they traded Sam Bradford and then just made him the starter. I I, I find it hard to believe – that Mason Rudolph, Mitch Trubisky, and Kenny Pickett are on this roster week one. find it hard to believe. I, I, it, it doesn't make sense to me why you would have three quarterbacks when you, teams around the league, maybe Seattle, maybe they, they look at what happened last night and with Drew Locke and they go, we need something. Like, we need to make a move somewhere. I just can't see them keeping all three of these quarterbacks, and I wonder if a trade is a possibility as the season approaches. I don't if there's know. They got, some,
3: they got O-line issues. I, I, I know they tried to address it, but – I I think you keep three because you feel like you still have a defense and a team that can help you out. And also, you've got three capable guys of going in there and help you win a football game. So I'm not so sure that they get rid of any of them. I just think at the end of the day. Yeah, they would be shocked. There's a chance that Kenny Pickett starts start some games this year and
2: plays for him. Kenny I P. Mean, man. If, if the conversation is on this on this train track, I wouldn't be shocked if if Mason Rudolph is let off at one of these these stops. I mean, it's possible Kenny, that is Mason Rudolph and Mitch Trubisky. The Kenny
0: P. Effect man acupuncture stadium was rocking last week they're ready Stupid. for kenny pickett come on LaVar, you know that you know pittsburgh they're ready for kenny pickett ben roethlisberger I didn't get that pittsburgh. kind of celebration when he got drafted people weren't yeah. doing that for ben roethlisberger did it for kenny pickett though I'm telling you man play that
2: pit he's 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 respected and loved gosh you know? man it's gonna it's be a unique fun. it's a unique scenario i mean you you get drafted by the the, the city that you played in but it's the same stadium that you played in. It's the same facility that you use. So largely, in part, it's the same fan base. Do
0: you I mean, think he moved street. at all, or is he still living like in the dorms? Oh, he at certainly
2: Pitt? does not live in the dorms okay. anymore, bro.
0: I'm just on. curious. I don't know. You know the area better than I do. Is he on Carson Street, south side there? I have no idea where hmm. Steelers live these days. Over by uh, Mario's and Fathead's over on Carson Street.
2: I, mean, I was with a couple of retired dudes. I was with Joey Porter. And you know, we we got a unique con- <laughs> uh, connection because <laughs> his son plays for Penn State. What, what you laughing?
0: Joey Porter knows that area of town nicely. <laughs> he of got. He uh, does. I mean, he's a you know what he do he, I think he picked up a security guard by his shoulders and moved him like that was one of the oh, stories that came out story. it was after they won a playoff game i think he got into it with some security guard there
2: you know, Joey Porter doesn't he's not known for messing around <laughs> um but anyway he you know they, they there's still a lot of them that live out north the northern suburbs i'll say but i i mean the new york school people i guess they're like living on the south side which is crazy to me, but um, it's built up so much since since I've been there so but to hear people say they may live on the north shore or or on the south side, that's pretty pretty
0: interesting. It's uh, two pros and a cup of joe here, Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. And we talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. So we are going to get to some over-unders coming up shortly. For all the latest, though, from around the world of sports, Mr. Pittsburgh Steeler himself, a man who's going to have a Kenny Pickett jersey any day now, Edmund Garcia. Uh, I don't know about that yet. Come on, Eddie. Not yet. No, Let's that, go.
3: I don't have that kind of cash to just throw around on somebody who you
0: got to prove yourself first before I make that investment. Two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we have some controversy in the NFL over something that went down last night. We'll get into it in another edition of Over-Unders. It's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh. Uh.
2: Oh my
3: gosh.
2: Uh. Oh. oh, He's got it?
3: Uh. He's got
0: it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow.
0: Where you at, Sticks?
2: Not with this. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't talking about the song. I like I like cube. I just i about your <laughs> sound effects.
0: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LaVar errington Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, you are going to hear from a liar. Uh, you will get to hear from somebody uh, who is lying. Uh, this will be a fun conversation to have. We will have that for you here. Again, uh, top of next hour, 8 a.m. Eastern time, 5 o'clock Pacific. Uh, right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show every single week at this time, and it's called this. <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing.
1: You know
0: you're a lion, low-life degenerate. It's over under. And for that, we go over to Ricky Herrera, because Lee lap is somewhere in Tijuana. Uh, oh, okay. Getting, uh, he's, he's,
3: he's making his way back closer to North America.
0: Yeah, he's, he'll be in San yeah. Diego soon, but he's in Tijuana yeah. right now. He's getting the autograph of, uh, of a donkey, and, uh, and then oh, he'll uh, he'll show back oh, up here eventually. I heard
2: the donkey's been on the entire trip.
0: <laughs> he has been. He's bunk buddies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so <laughs> um, you did there. All right, so, uh, very good. Good. Very uh, Ricky, good. what? How did we do last night? That's where it all the, started on the Thursday
1: you know? game. Started. Uh, last night, you and Lavar tied. You, you guys went three and two, and Brady, you went two and five. Oh, two and right,
2: uh, two and three. Yeah,
0: yeah two, two and five. That's right He's picked way more than us. Typo. <laughs> can I, by the way, can I call out a bunch of BS? Did you guys see any of the game last night? Yeah. All right, so they're trying to say that that game was like four or five hundred people short of being a sellout. I know we bet on the over in attendance, and I took the over, and it technically counts as a win. What a bunch of crap! Uh, there was a lot of people there. They were not four or five hundred people short of a sellout.
3: What are we well, talking about? Well, how do they technically determine a sell? I think it's I tickets know. sold, so they don't have to show up and actually be in the seats. Yeah,
0: but we need to fix that. All right
3: because it's well, the optics. I, mean, of I don't know what to tell you. It's like it's like a Nielsen rating. Like if you leave your TV on and it's, you know, viewing something, even though you're not there to actually view it, it's still going to count as a viewer.
0: I mean, you need, you've need you got enough poll. You need to figure this out. Like, talk to some people. Say,
3: hey, can Talking we get actual attendance numbers? Out. I don't know. Come well, on, man. Why would man. you
2: want to figure that out? I mean, what's to
0: figure out? I'm all about accuracy.
3: What does it matter? As long as they buy the tickets, that's all that matters. You got the cash exchange.
0: Yeah, but if we're going to gamble on it, I need to know everything's on the up and up. I need to see bodies in the stands. All right? Oh, jeez. Just saying, man. I'm trying to fix stuff here. All right. Okay. I could do. Uh, what about last week? How did we do last week, Ricky? Ricky.
2: Last Ricky? week.
0: He's there? Yeah.
2: Ricky. Yeah. Ricky's yeah. Like last, last week. Last
1: week, uh, Lavar, you won. You went three and one.
3: Mm-hmm. What, was what was that off of?
1: Yeah. What did we even
3: pick? What are we talking about or here? Last what are we week. Talking about.
1: Go yeah, a well, Browns. Uh, Deshaun Watson offensive snaps. All you guys got wrong. Trey Lance total touchdowns. All you guys got right, Chiefs and Bears game total. All you guys got wrong, and then Brady, uh, Carson Wentz nervous, interceptions. You, you got that religious. right. Yeah,
3: kind of all over the place. But, but so that's won, three though. for me, right? Yeah. All right, whatever. It doesn't yeah, sound won. like I want. Let's move on. We don't. We don't have much time. All
0: right, let's. So let's get into this like week. Doesn't sound like here. I won. All right. Okay. I mean, okay. Yeah. That's all right. Listen,
1: just just take the win. We're good. All right, yeah. all right. Ricky. So what do we got this week? Okay, Panthers and Patriots uh, going to play this weekend. Sam Darnold interceptions over or under a half.
3: Oh man! Oh, Remember dead when dead he, they got him in the Jets? He was like, <laughs> I'm seeing, I see dead people. <laughs> he was <laughs> on the sidelines. I, I'm seeing dead people. <laughs> seeing ghosts. See ghosts. Yeah. Oh, I mean, still, they, they, it's it's the same thing.
0: Hey, by the I mean, way, ghosts are dead people. Uh, right? You know his numbers against the Patriots? He's Not got good. one one touchdown, nine interceptions in his career yeah. against New England. Uh, make that ten. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go
1: the
3: over yeah, on this. I'm gonna go with the over too. I think. I think Bill Belichick's got his number. I'm gonna take the under. Okay.
1: Saints take on the Packers. A total wide receiver drops for the Packers four and a half under. This is oh, so under. negative. Come on, under. Under. Come on, man. They're gonna figure it out. Yeah. And they they
0: mostly have a problem with Aaron Rodgers throwing them the ball and it's going to be Jordan Love and um you know so they're not
3: they're not going to have we, we don't have out. much time yeah. so we got to keep moving got to keep moving here <laughs>
1: okay. lions and colts play aiden hutchinson total sacks set at a half
0: oh under oh, that is a
1: good one under I'm going to
3: take. Uh, oh.
0: They're going to get help from Quentin Nelson. He's going to put him on his ass. I'm going to take. Yeah.
2: The, the
3: guards, the guards sliding I'm gonna out. Go the saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with it, the over. I'm going to go with the over on this. I'm, I'm going to go with the under.
1: Okay. That's Cowboy- probably
2: under, but I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to go with him. Go it. Cowboys at Chargers. Total penalties for the Cowboys. Eight and a half under. Come on, man. This is uh, some negative. Why, so
0: negative.
2: So right negative. I'm now. taking the over.
1: Under. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ricky, last one. Main event UFC 278. Kimaro Usman and Leon Edwards. Oh, three and a half rounds. Over or under.
0: Berno, <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean, who cares, Berno? Hey, I'll take the over. Under. I'll take the over yeah. as well. Leon Edwards under. getting some revenge, huh? How about it? I'll you know, Brady. You know what this is all yeah. about. Yeah. You know.
3: oh, oh.